with that being say being said, I mean, you lose to Denver this weekend. You're now moving from six to like third uh, mm-hmm. draft pick. So, so my big question becomes, and I don't think this is as big as I'm going to make it, but what if you did it once with Josh Rosen and I get, you have all this money tied up to Kyler Murray. What if you decide we're going to let go of Steve Kime and we are going to let go of, of cliff and ultimately whoever's coming in decides Kyler ain't my guy. Uh, he ultimately is hurt for, you know, five weeks of the season. By then we, we can't wait. Uh, we can't wait for five weeks for him to come back. Do you draft a quarterback in the top five, top three? I, I mean, is that I now again, good franchise says, no, you go get, uh, that stud out of Alabama. Will, um, uh, oh my gosh, I want to say Will Hernandez. Um, <laughs> that's not going to be right. That, that's our offensive lineman. Um, <laughs> Man, why am I stalling? Why am I uh, messing up here? It's Will. Um, oh, put my that God. down he's, while I yeah, while I provide everybody uh, the defensive the uh, the pass rush. Oh, Will Anderson. Will, Will Anderson. Yes, thank you. There we go. Will Anderson. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know what position you were going for. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what he's shooting for here. Could no, but they're they're saying he's like the number one clear number one best player in the draft, right? And so if you're the second pick or the third pick, that's who you take because it's a huge hole that we have, and you kind of stay the course. But there's a lot of questions. Like I'm going here, where like if you are shaking up the leadership then what does the next guy and who is that next guy? And I, we've got plenty of time to keep beating this horse, whether it's Sean Payton or whoever, like, yeah. what do they want? You know, a minute oh, ago we, we were saying he, he'd probably be okay with Kyler Murray, but who knows? Yeah. Well, but and, and even at that point though, too, like, I guess, depending on maybe who you thought the coach was going to be, everybody, mm-hmm. listen, almost universally, when you bring in a new GM, then they want their own head coach. And when you bring in their, your own head coach, then they want their own quarterback. Right now, sometimes there's the stipulation of the GM will say, yeah, we're hiring you, but we have you, our quarterback. You got to make it Mike McDaniel in, uh, in Miami. You got to make it work. You got to, you're right. here to take Tua to the next level. A hundred percent. And you can see, and then, and then that coach, Sean Payton comes in and says, great, I need multiple wide receivers or I want to get the defensive edge rusher, et cetera. So that certainly can be on the table, but unless you organizationally truly believe that if it's a Cliff Kingsbury has been so bad that he has ruined what should have been the ascension of Kyler Murray. And now combined with his injury though, which could cost him, that we don't scares, know. Could cost that him well scares into next the season. hell out of me. It is has that, is, is that, has he completely made Kyler Murray regress, right? Like happens all the, the time. Point, it's not savable. Happens Matt, all the Matt time Liner. around the NFL. Yeah. Matt, Matt Liner. He's a guy that we had that I feel like with bad coaching and bad decisions completely ruined him. And by the time he went to a different organization, he was, wasted i mean he was done and that's where see that's where to me if you're if you were them and you guys are going to talk about this a lot but you just mentioned the draft there briefly when you look at the top of the board right now i'm over on a a draft buzz which i think is a really they do a really good job of categorizing and ranking these players Mm -hmm. right now it's going to be young at number one they have anderson there at number two they have stroud at number three you have two qb prospects in the top three picks of the draft if you're in and around that area Mm -hmm. and you're already up there and it isn't going to you know cost you capital especially because of the way these prospects are thought about. This isn't the Baker Mayfield year, right? This isn't a year where, hey, we're not so sure, but we need a quarterback. These guys are considered to be high level, could end up being one of the deepest QB classes to come out in a number of seasons. If you're already there, 
You take them. And guess what? The quote-unquote worst-case scenario is Kyler Murray comes back and he looks brilliant, and all of a sudden you have this very, you have this great, you know, difficulty of deciding between Kyler Murray or your young quarterback. And if Kyler looks great, you get to trade him. You get to send him somewhere else with big money on his contract, et cetera. So I just, if you're the Cardinals, man, I would wholeheartedly be looking at understanding defensive players, a player like Anderson can be a cornerstone piece for a franchise, but with everything that's gone on, you just have to assume again, if the dominoes fall, new GM, new head coach, you know that new quarterback is just around the corner. And by the way, your best case scenario is Kyler comes back in the progression of next season, starts to get his legs back underneath him. He's already going to be 28 going, you know, he's not, he's not even that young anymore. You can still have a decade ahead of you, but when you're a mobile quarterback and you're suffering lower yeah, body exactly. injuries, do you? Concern. Do you have a decade? Because I'll tell you, yeah, Russell, yeah. Russell Wilson don't look the same ever since he kind of lost his legs. Right. Could and, be five and- years by the time this contract ends with him. Yeah, Ru- Russell Wilson doesn't run the way he used to. You know what I mean? And that's why he yep. doesn't – I would say that's ultimately why he doesn't look the same. Everyone's like, oh, well, he's a bad leader and blah, blah, blah. Hey, it sounds like Kyler Murray. Uh, but <laughs> my, my point is is, is people want to blame Straight Russell up, Wilson. Russell Wilson for Kyler Murray, do you do? Yeah, no. Uh, but a bunch of people will, will point at Russell Wilson and say his problems have been you know, other things. But to me, it's he's not as mobile as he used to be. And, yeah. and that happens with age. Father time catches everybody. But guess who father time doesn't catch as bad is those, you know, pocket passers. Mm-hmm. So when you do have a mobile quarterback, you've got to already understand. It's almost like running backs. you got to understand that the shelf life is only so long with them compared to the pocket. Pa- they either have to adapt or die. You know what I mean? That's where you're at as, as a quarterback in this league. Um, you're going to see it with Lamar Jackson. At some point, he ain't going to be able to do the things he does with his legs and, you know, he's starting to have injury after injury now. Like, same thing. Does he start to fall off, right? Yeah. Like, and that's where I think Baltimore's having a hard time deciding, like, if they're paying him or not, right? And it's the same problem we were in with Kyler. So you, you run into these situations, and I don't know. Well, i tell you what, though, with a different head coach, if you put Lamar Jackson onto the Arizona Cardinals with those two weapons, one of which used to play with him in Baltimore, I think that this season looks drastically different than the results we got from Kyler this year. Ah, it's not another day, though, because I know uh, Tyler is not a big Lamar Jackson fan. One no. just quick note, one quick note going back to the deadline. If they had wanted to move Hopkins, you're still going to take 11 in dead cap, roughly around there, 11 million this year. So that that's probably a harder one. But I'll say again, the J.J. Oh, Watt piece. What? But if, if you're not playing for anything, like take the Oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, but this is always just – it's always a factor because the one thing I always say when you make these kind of decisions is like remember, okay, now next year when you have dead cap money that you're trying to get off your books over the next two and three seasons, it's just you can't make sweeping six moves that you go – and it's just $40 million in dead cap, right? It starts to come back to roost. But J.J. Watt, $2.4 million dead cap, $13.5 million in cap relief. Like that's the move that makes a lot of sense, especially when you look around the league at – that would have liked to add that veteran defensive piece. And he, by the way, he would have been not a backup, but a rotational piece on another team at this stage of his career that just would have bolstered a defense that's trying to make that playoff run. Look at Philadelphia, who's had crazy injuries on their yep. line. Like, I brought in Limbaugh Joseph, brought in Dominican Sue. Yeah. Yeah. He might have been a starter. Like, you could have probably traded him to them because at the same time, they had need. And they're yep. a team that's trying to push to, to win it all, you know, win it all. They're, they're probably the best team in the NFL right now. And it's like, you know, they're they're going all in. They're pushing their chips in. So they would have given them, they would have mortgaged some future to, to make that happen. So let me ask you, um, because I was interested about this too, to transition to I, I think what is going to be a theme about the rest of the season. So you don't have Kyler Murray now. 
are you are you surprised because gunner i mean gunner's been hashtag fire cliff mm-hmm. but they haven't fired him yet and ironically and this is just because it ties in t- uh, tangentially to the cardinals remember wilkes who took over in carolina after they made the head coaching change all of a sudden the pa- panthers are playing a lot better and that doesn't whatever he's going to be as a head coach but yeah. you've seen him turn it around they've bought in he's made changes that has that team for whatever you want to say about them they are still in the playoff picture because they can still win their division in some way. And some people are talking about them as being like, they might actually be favored to win the division because everyone else is playing so poorly. I, I say Wilkes because we know once upon a time, he was at the helm for the Cardinals. But are you surprised that the Cardinals aren't trying to take advantage of seeing if someone else on this coaching staff could get something out of this team or as if you're not uh, able to see this visually, Tyler violently shakes his head. Is it ultimately about, keeping that draft capital high and not risking potentially taking away the value of next year's draft. No, what it, what it comes down to is they know what they have with Vance Joseph. The reason you like fire, I like it a lot. Yeah, no. When, when you hire or when you fire a head coach in season, it's to give someone a look that you think like, Hey, we have someone on staff that we think could be the guy. Carolina prime example. They know Wilkes. Had a, had a rough shake here, and ultimately he's been great in his time in Carolina at, in, you know, in his multiple stints in Carolina um, yeah. as, as a position coach, right? Um, so it's one of those things where, you know, th- they made that decision because they wanted to see what they had in-house before yeah. they explore outside. The Cardinals know what they have in-house, and that covers bear. <laughs> So they understand that this is if if you give up on this regime, it's a complete overhaul. We, you know, Vance Joseph's going to go somewhere else, more than likely. I mean, he's going to be pissed that he ain't going to get a crack at it. It just, right. it's just going to kind of be the result. Like, I think Vance Joseph is going to feel slighted that that he's not getting a crack at this job, but maybe not. I mean, the guy has great character. You saw him go up to Matt Patricia after the game last night. Uh, to make sure it was clear that he wasn't taking a dig at Matt Patricia for saying he looks like a defensive-minded uh, coach calling an offense. He was more stating that defensive coaches don't they, they want to minimize mistakes, and that's right, kind of the game right. plan that he goes with. That's what he was trying to, to relay. And so when I see his character and I see that he made the effort to go do that, maybe Vince isn't going to be pissed. Maybe he like thinks, <laughs> like, maybe I want to just be a defensive coordinator at this point, and maybe it fits like a glove with whoever the offensive person comes in or, or whoever the head coach is or whatever, right? right, right. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't see the Cardinals making a move in season because at that point all you're going to do is piss more people off by not hiring them and giving them the job, right? Um, I don't think this is like an ASU where Iguano uh, was the interim uh, head coach and and now he's happy to be on the new head coach's staff. Like, like it's not usually how it works in the NFL. Usually, if you're the interim and you don't get the job after and you have some success, you're going to yeah. be pissed. So you're just going to compound problems at that point. Well, and maybe I'm a little bit surprised too that Cliff Kingsbury, you know, it hasn't, with, with some of those college rumors, wasn't just, didn't just say, yeah, I'm good. You, you know, I mean, like he understands the writings on the wall. At least you would think like, I'll just I'll ask you, too. It's like, OK, they they know what they have in house. They don't want to move on. Fine. But even if it was OK, Vance Joseph, you're going to run this thing for the rest of the season because we're done with Cliff. We don't want Cliff to be the head coach. Like I, as an Arizona Cardinals fan, would be concerned the longer that Cliff Kingsbury isn't fired is the longer that I go, boy, are we going to end up with the same situation going into next year? 
you know, is it, are we going to enter the season with the same GM and the same head coach and the same quarterback and the same spectrum of questions about whether or not they can compete? I mean, Michael Bidwell, you're going to find out <laughs> how much he cares with the fan base and the media at large cares about, you know, says about this team sure. because his hand at this point is going to be forced. There ain't no way about it. Like the, the fans are coming after cliff and Kime. The media is coming after cliff and Kime, and it's going to be, you got to make this call. You got to move on. If he chooses not to, it's strictly, I think financial, like, you know, in terms of what he has tied into contracts, mm -hmm. that's the reason he's not moving because, I mean, you. I don't know if you could tell on TV, but it was heavy New England last night. And granted, it was a Boston weekend in, in Phoenix. You had uh, Thursday, the Celtics play. It was Thursday or Wednesday of last week. Oh, yeah, you were talking about Suns. this. Right. And then uh, the Bruins played the Coyotes over the weekend. And then now to cap it off this. So, I, you know, it was expected that New England was going to travel just because you want to get away from the cold over there to come mm. out to what would have been sunny Arizona, but it was raining and cold here. So, you know, that kind of backfired a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was crawling. So, you know, going forward, Tampa Bay on Christmas, I mean, I think it's going to be a, a weird mix of Tampa, New England fans, and Cardinal fans just all wanting to see Brady. But I, I still don't think you're going to have mass Cardinal fans in the building. It's, it's going to be bad. And so at some point, Michael Biddle has got to decide, like, when it comes to what people are saying about my my team, my organization, like, you know, what's more important here? Yeah. <laughs> Being loyal to these two guys uh, that, that have had very little success over the last four years or, you know, trying to show that I'm a good owner. <laughs>